I was out walking around and I was actually going to go feed my chickens when as I opened the door to the barn area, I discovered this large, huge, big moth. It was green and almost scary looking because just as how beautiful it was, it had what appeared to be eyes on the back where the wings were. And I was just like, what in the world kind of moth is this? And I knew that it was a moth because it wasn't quite the look of a butterfly. But I still had never seen anything like it. And as I went back in the house and I started to do some research, I found that it is called a Luna moth. The Luna moth is a giant silkworm and a royal moth. An adult Luna moth overall color is a pale or lime green with a dark leading edge on the forewings. It also has a long and tapering tail with high wings. Each of the four wings has an eye spot. The antenna, particularly on males, are feathery. Extremely beautiful moth. As I began to do some more research on this Luna moth, I found out that the name Luna, of course, means moon. I think I kind of knew that. But I found that there was some more things tied into this moth, or at least the name of this moth. Luna originated as the name of a Roman moon goddess. The Greek equivalent was the goddess Selene. I was just like, really because i did not know that and so i did some further research and uh just to back up just a moment i usually like to tell you where i'm getting my information from let me see if i can find out where this information came from for you and i think i deleted it but all you need to do is google it because I have these things written down. All right, but I can tell you this. If you go to Greek gods and Titans and enter in Selene, you will find out more about who she is as the Greek goddess. So Selene was the Titan goddess of the moon. She was depicted as a woman riding side saddle on a horse or driving a chariot drawn by a pair of winged steeds. Her lunar spear or crescent was either a crown set upon her head or the fold of a raised shining cloak. Interesting. Celine, Celine's great love was the shepherd prince. The beautiful boy was granted eternal youth and immortality by Zeus and placed in a state of eternal slumber. Now, I love personally the stories of the Greek gods. 
But with that being said, I am also aware that it is not real. But if it becomes real to a person, then it also becomes a false idol. Which leads me to my biblical story. In the book of Exodus, chapter 20, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. This is a story of the Israelites when they were freed from Pharaoh's hold. Moses freed them and they were on their way to Canaan. So this is also when the Ten Commandments were given. So I'm going to start at chapter 20 and I'm going to read from verse 1. And I think I'm going to stop at 17. So then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. For you must not make yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations of those who love me and obey my commandments. Verse 7. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy honor your father and mother then you will live long full life in the land of the lord your god that he's given you you must not murder you must not commit adultery you must not steal you must not testify falsely against your neighbor you must not covet your neighbor's house you must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbors. 
Wow. So you got that, right? The Lord laid it out. Let's go back to verse 3. You must not have any other God but me. One of the major downfalls to the Israelites is that they did not obey the commandments of the Lord. After everything that God had did for them, sending them Moses, they frustrated Moses. They wanted to do their own thing. And as you know the story, it took 40 years in the wilderness. But in actuality, the time frame that it would have taken the Israelites to get to the land that they were supposed to inhabit was 11 days. 11 days. So an 11 day journey took 40 years because of the Israelites disobedience because they worshiped other gods after the Lord said that you are not to worship false gods worship idols they did it anyway there were other stuff that they did but like how beautiful that Luna moth is oh ravishing they were drawn and enticed by sin it was so beautiful to them it was things that they have never experienced after all they were slaves for so long now they are free who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do they became prideful and they began to reject God and 11 days that they could have been to the promised land took them 40 years to get there. 40 years. Isaiah 1:19 in the King James Version says, if you no, you know, no, 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 let's go. Let's read another version because I want you to understand. I don't want all the ye thus thou art. Let me see. I don't know what version this is, but Isaiah 119, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. In the in the King James Version, it says, if ye be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I, you, you can understand that. You get it. If you are willing to be obedient, God will not withhold anything from you. He will not. But they were not obedient. They wanted to do it their way. They wanted to have it their way and not God's way. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. How many times have we had idols before God? And that idol could be something as simple as shopping. It could be Facebook, Instagram. It could even be podcast. An idol is something that you put before the Lord. 
in the mornings, if the first thing you have to do when you wake up is check Facebook, if you have to check Facebook five, six, seven, eight times a day because you need to see who liked your picture, you need to see who commented on your post, and you're not spending time with the Lord, you have made Facebook your idol. Oh, it's a wonderful pattern. It's a, it's a great social media site. It connects you with family and friends, people that you have not seen in years, old classmates. It's wonderful. But when we place it above the Lord, it becomes an idol. When you go to the concert to see your favorite artist and they come out on the, the stage and you start screaming, oh my God, you pulling your hair, you taking clothes off, you throwing it at them, you passing out, you passing out, <laughs> you passing out. You freaking out. You, you got your hands over your mouth. You, you about to have a, a heart attack. Because you see your favorite artist out on the stage, live and in person. You have to touch them. You're trying to make your way to the, to the front of the stage. Your, your mouth starts to water. You start to sweat. You're, you're, you're sh just shaking. You have made that person an idol. You have made that person an idol. You have stopped looking at that person as a person. And you are looking at them as if they are a god. Like Celine. How beautiful she was. How she was with this other God that was in this eternal slumber. And I'm sure if you go and read more on it, it'll be a nice little juicy story. But you have made this person your idol. You probably are not doing that when you go to church and they get up and sing a song. And, you, and are you really worship? Are you re like, are you really worshiping the Lord in that way? Are you giving him his in that way? Do you wake up? Are you praying in the morning? Are you reading your word? I mean, at some point throughout the day, are you really giving him your time? But the truth is, when he comes back, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is king of kings and that he is Lord of lords. Even the rocks will cry out. They will cry out to the Lord. If you don't worship him, the rocks will cry out to the Lord. Idols. The Israelites had other gods. And Egypt was full of idols. And they carried that same mentality they were acting like caged birds that when you open the door they wouldn't even go out because they were so used to being locked in the cage hence Maya Angelou and her famous poem why the cage bird sings but it, it is a point to note that it is so true that the Israelites were like caged birds they were still 
acting out in the same mentality that they had when they were slaves. Oh, they longed to be free when they were under the power in the hand of Pharaoh. They longed for freedom. They worked their butts off. They were tired. They were exhausted. They longed for the Lord to save them. They prayed for the day of the Lord to save them. And when he did, they still operated in idle mentality. And when they could have made it to their destiny, to the promised land, in 11 days, took them 40 years so they actually did make it but oh my gosh do you really want to wait that long 40 years that means some of them didn't make it because I'm sure people died and passed away during that time frame it was like they were just going around in circles for what disobedience Because they could not obey the Lord. The least you could do to show him honor and respect is obey. And you would see the good of the land. Everything that you desire, everything that you want, you will see and receive the good of the land. If you are obedient. Well, then you may ask, well, why, Kristen, do we have to be obedient? Well, for those of us that are mothers, how many times have we told our children to do something and we told them to do it for their safety? Don't put your hand on this hot stove for you will get burned if you put your hand on this stove. I have a stove top. You, the only way you can see that, that the burners are on is, is if they're red when you turn them on. Otherwise, it's just a black surface. But if you turn that stove on and you have it on and you turn it off, there is a little place where there is a red dot that lets you know, even though the burner is off, it is still hot. So if I tell you, don't put your hand on the stove for it will burn you. I know you can't see that it's red, you know, anymore. It's not red anymore, but it is still hot. Because there is an indicator that's letting you know that it is hot. Well, if you are disobedient and you put your hand on there anyway, you will get burned. Don't run out in that street. My kids and their friends, when they are at my house and they are playing... If they're playing in my front yard, there is a certain stopping point. I say, do not cross. Do not cross this part because if you cross this part, any car coming down the street and the person ain't paying attention, they could possibly hit you. They have a choice to be obedient. If they don't be obedient, they go out in the street, they can get struck by a car that could cost them their life. 
Being disobedient can cost you your life. The Holy Spirit telling you don't go down this route. I know that's the easy route to work, but don't go down. Today, you just have this strong feeling in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, the depths of your soul. I'm not supposed to go this way. And then later on, you find out that there was a major pile up accident. And it was right at the time that you would have been down that street. Don't do it. And sometimes the Lord will tell you not to do something and nothing, it seems like nothing happened. Well, he tell you, okay, well, I don't want, I know that you go, you know, to the library every Tuesday and Thursday to study, but this Thursday, I don't want you to go. And you find out later that nothing happened. It don't matter. Just be obedient because you don't know what could have happened if you went. Maybe he's just testing to see if you will obey him. Be obedient. If you are obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Not putting idols above the Lord. No matter how beautiful, how enticing they are. The Luna Moth. This moon, this, this, this Greek God. Beautiful absolutely beautiful enticing when I saw the Luna Moth it drew me it drew me in I had to look and I was even wondering is this Luna Moth poisonous because I know that some insects they have bright colors and that that's an indication that they are poisonous. I was just so interested in this moth. It was just so gorgeous. I had never seen anything like it. I'd never seen anything like it. And then to read on that this name came from Selene is the Titan goddess of the moon. And we know how Greek mythology just can go on and on. It's the God of the waters and the sea and the God of the sun and this, this, and that. I mean, I'm a big fan of Clash of the Titans. I mean, I just love the storyline. But at the end of the day, I don't worship the God of the moon. I don't worship the God of the sea. I worship the king of kings who is ruler over everything. He is the ruler over the sea. He is the ruler over the sun. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the stars. He created the trees. He created every living thing that creepeth upon the earth he created and then it was not enough for him that he created you and me so don't 
let it take 40 years to get to wherever you're supposed to go whatever you're supposed to be doing whatever purpose you should be operating in whatever church you should be at what you should be telling and and teaching your children no matter how stubborn they are giving them bits and pieces of the word if you know that you're supposed to be there for somebody be there get over yourself learn to forgive move forward and be obedient walk in obedience so that you can eat the good of the land and don't worship any other gods because that lets us know that there are other little gods when you look at this in the bible it always has a lowercase g for other gods but it lets you know there are other gods out there there are things that people make as other gods out there these statues they make them as a god but if you trace it all the way back to when moses went to pharaoh and said let my people go how many times did his gods fail him but not jesus not the lord not not our god not the god of gods the uppercase g there will be false prophets out there there will be false religions out there i know you don't want to hear it but it is biblical it's not me this is not my made-up word this is not what i declare this is what the lord declares in his word so if you have a problem with it then you have to go to him not me but go to him and go to his word and you have to battle with him but if you are obedient and not worshiping any other gods, not worshiping Beyonce, not worshiping your favorite rapper, not worshiping Facebook or any other social media page, not worshiping the media, the mass media, not worshiping other people. It's okay to have mentors and people that are an inspiration. I have, there are several people in my life that are an inspiration but they are not God they are people they are not the Lord so do not have any other gods over the Lord so that you can eat the good of the land thank you so much for listening to encouragement from Kristen's Backyard Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's on Anchor and Spotify. And also go to my Instagram page and follow me at Encouragement from Kristen. And I'm now on YouTube. So go to YouTube, follow me at Encouragement from Kristen's Homestead. So you can see everything that I am doing. God bless you. And there will be more podcasts to come in another week. Hi, this is Kristen. And thank you again for listening to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. I want to offer you an invitation today, an invitation to Christ. For John 3.16 states that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. 
If that is you today and you want to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, all you have to do is confess your sins to him and then say, Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And there you are saved. Please subscribe to my channel so that you can receive all of my future podcasts and then go on over to YouTube and look up Encouragement from Kristen's Homestead and you can follow me there as well. And as an addition, I am also on Instagram at Encouragement from Kristen. Thank you again for listening and God bless.